This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref, you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. We are back here at The Drop Podcast. It just seems like yesterday that we were here for another podcast. Oh yeah, that's right. The Blues had two games in a row back to back at home. The first one of course in the last game recap, the Blues beat the Ducks 4 to 3, a very fun game to watch. So as the Blues approach this game, we're wondering is this team going to continue to be able to play hard and not that the Ducks game was perfect, but they played a pretty good game for most of the game, very few letdowns. The Ducks got a big physical team. And anytime you play them, it's it's going to be a hard-fought game, and it was. But the Blues were able to come out of that one 4-3. to three. In this game, they're going to be facing an Islanders team that recently had a coaching change in Doug Waite. We all remember Doug Waite, the former St. Louis Blue. Just an all-around nice guy, and I know he's going to get the Islanders where they need to be. He's a smart, smart hockey player, and I think the Islanders made a good choice for their interim coach and their full-time coach to be in the future. Uh, coming into this, they're on a rough, rough nine-game road trip. This would be their ninth game. That's a long road trip. I don't think the NHL really needs to do that to teams, but you're given the schedule and you got to do your best with it. And going into this game against the Blues, the Islanders are five, two, and one in their first eight of the road trip, and this would be their ninth game. Like I said, against a Blues team that had won three in a row. Three to nothing in Colorado, two to one in Minnesota. And of course, uh, they beat the Ducks on Friday, four to three in a hard fought game. Which Blues team would show up? Would it continue to be this very consistent team over the last week that really shows a sense of urgency to the playoffs? Or would they revert back and maybe not play a real good game and uh, be tired since they played last night? Well, I'll tell you what. They came out playing, and they looked pretty good. The Islanders came out and looked pretty decent, too. But as we all know, the mo- a very important thing is to get the first goal of the game, and that's exactly what the Blues did by none other than Vladimir Tarasenko. In the corner, here's Schwartz. Hooks it across for Steve. He thought about shooting. Now we'll let it Tarasenko. The drive. He scores! A power play goal. Number 31 for Tarasenko. Another early goal for the Blues and a lot of energy here in the building. Tarasenko on the right side of the ice as a left-hand shot. Good puck movement by every one of the players and just one quick snap at it. Calvin DeHaan's the defenseman, the second leading shot blocker in the NHL. He can't get over there in time. It's squeezed right between the elbow and the side of the body of Thomas Grice. Just a wicked wrister. It was a wicked, wicked wrister, and I don't think there's too much the goalie could do at that point. Uh, you know, Vlad has a tendency to shoot that puck from right around that area, give or take five feet. In most time, he's very successful with it. And this time he was to give the Blues a one to nothing lead. That goal would be Tarasenko's 31st. It was a power play goal. Schwartz gets his 29th assist. Would like to see him scoring more, but at least he's doing his part when feeding the puck to people. Steen gets his 29th assist and, um, 
at seven minutes and 23 seconds into the first Blues power play goal, and they take a lead one to nothing. It would be a back and forth period, and I know I say that a lot, but both teams had very good opportunities for the rest of the first. The goalie stood strong. There were some rough parts of the game, but hey, that's what you expect, uh, you know, from NHL teams. And it wasn't like, like a hatred, like the Blues and Blackhawks, but uh, it was a. It, you could tell that there was some feistiness going on out there. So going into the second period, the Blues are ahead one to nothing. And they wanted to add to that lead very quickly, which uh, lately, like in that Ducks game, they've gotten, they got two very quick goals, 12 seconds in and 25 seconds in, and two separate periods. And this goal in the second period by Alexander Steen wouldn't be that quick, but it would still be a quick goal with just a little under five minutes in to give the Blues a two to nothing lead. Take up Rick White feet for Schwartz. A little pull up play. Next Schmaltz out high, instead he goes low for Tarasenko. Now Tarasenko in front. Steen a shot. He scores! Steen gets a lucky break and makes it 2-0. 13th goal of the season for Alexander Steen. Moved to center ice for this evening's game because of the illness to Stastny. And, and yes, you're right. Uh, gratuitous bounce over to the right, and he takes it off his skate and quickly elevates that just barely over the pad of Thomas Grice and in the net for a 2-0 lead. I thought for sure that Grice was going to get that one, but the steam was able to lift it up high enough to get it over his glove and give the Blues a 2-0 lead. It's nice to see these large leads. You get ahead a couple goals, and uh, you can really batten down the hatches while still putting pressure on the other team uh, in their defensive zone. That goal was Steen's 13th. It was unassisted, four minutes and 58 seconds into the second. And like I said, the Blues are up two to nothing. They continue to play well. And I've just been so impressed with how this team, for the most part, has been playing complete periods. Uh, You know, they're not going to be perfect, and they weren't perfect in the second period. But the Islanders did put pressure on, and eventually... They ended up getting a goal to make it a two to one game when Brock Nelson gets this one just about 11 and a half minutes into the second period to make this game a lot closer. Out of the zone. Dumped in by Tarasenko, but right to Mayfield. Chipped ahead for Hosang. Islanders not giving much of a break to the Blues. Back in. Nelson scores! Hosang sets up Brock Nelson. The Islanders on the board and back within a goal. Well, it started with the shift earlier as the Tavares line was all over. They got a mismatch, first line against the fourth line, and really took advantage of it, created several opportunities, and they just stayed with it. The Islanders were able to make a line change. And then Hosang, as we've seen in today's game, he's got the quick feet, makes the good pass, and there's that hard wrist shot by Brock Nelson and gets the Islanders back into the game here in the second period. A very crisp pass from Hosang to Nelson. Gets the Islanders on the board and makes it a 2-1 to one game. That goal would be Nelson's 16th, Hosang's first assist, and hometown boy Mayfield gets his fifth assist of the season. His mom and dad was there to uh, watch him play, and I'm sure they were very excited to see their young man uh, play at Scott Trade Center where he had uh, watched many games growing up. But uh, I'm sure they were kind of cheering for him, but also cheering for the Blues. Nice to see a hometown guy uh, get a point in uh, his uh, home arena where he grew up. And uh, just a big, big, nice story for the night. 
That goal was 11 minutes and 37 seconds in, and it's two to one. You know, at this point, you can say the Islanders came to life a little bit. Uh, they actually, I think, it put them in a better position. They started uh, playing their game, and it looked like it was going to be a very close game from that point on. However, uh, Vladimir Tarasenko didn't want to make it too close, and just about 15 and a half uh, minutes in, he gets his 32nd goal to widen the gap to 3-1. to one. He's on the far side. Islanders back to center ice. They give it up. Gunnarsson, long feet, Tarasenko. And he comes in, and a shot, and he scores! Another rocket by Tarasenko! <laughs> well, is that all it takes? Up off the bench, the team's in duress in their own zone for about a minute and 40. Grabs the puck, looks, no other options. Why don't I just fire it to the stick side and cleanly beat the goaltender? Looking up, looking up the whole way. Maybe at that point, Grice is thinking he's not going to shoot it. You guys need to watch this goal on video and watch it in slow motion. Uh, the audio f uh, file does not do it justice. Vlad come in on the glove side uh, face-off circle, kept his head away from the goalie, looking like he was going to pass it. And the goalie was starting to kind of cheat that way. And at the last minute, just turned his head as he flips a perfect wrist shot past him. Not many people can do that. I mean, he had that goalie faked. He had the defenseman faked. And that's why he is who he is. And that's why he gets those goals. That would be Tarasenko's 32nd uh, of the year and his third in two nights. Gunnarsson gets an assist his fifth. And like I said, it was 15-28 into the second. Three to one Blues at this point. The Blues turned it up after this. And uh, I, I thought uh, played their best part of the game from this Tarasenko go on into the second period to the end of the second period. And in fact, they would uh, get another goal to even make the lead bigger at four to one with about a minute and 54 seconds left by the guy who recently signed a big contract to come back for the blues, Patrick Berglund. Checked hard by Mayfield. And then Nick Letty had his pocket picked by Pay Arby to Perron to Berglund and a goal. He scores! What a play! Payarvi doing a lot of the grunt work here. Gains the zone and it's our ChooseNissan.com. He ends up falling down as he plays it down low. Berglund ends up getting a nice little pass from David Perron. Forehand, backhand, and the goaltender can't stretch out that left pad. And Patrick Berglund's got the Blues a 4-1 lead here. You know, considering the fact the Blues did not have Pareko in this game, which is more of a precautionary. They don't think he's hurt so bad or he's going to be out for a long time, but he got hurt in the game against the Ducks, and they're just kind of holding him out. Uh, Laterra was out of the game. Stasny was out of the game, and they're up 4-1 to one on the Islanders, who in their last eight are 5-2-1. and one. So the Blues are really doing something really nice here. They're relying on some youngsters such as Barbashev and Smoltz. Uh, you know, Mr. Schmaltz's second game. And, you know, I think he made a couple mistakes, but overall he played pretty well for a guy his age. You know, he's got a lot of experience up in the AHL with the Chicago Wolves. And, you know, hey, it's what you need your youngsters to do. Anyway, this goal by Berglund made it 4-1. to one. It was Patrick's 19th. Perron gets an assist as 23rd. And Payarvi gets an assist as 2nd. 18 minutes and 6 seconds in. 
So a minute and 54 left in the second period. The Blues are getting early goals. They're getting late goals. Nice to see Blues take a 4-1 to one lead into the third. But Doug Waite must have given them a great speech between the second and third period because I tell you, they came out fast. They came out putting pressure on Carter Hutton, and this looked like a team that had an extra step. Not that the Blues were terribly slow, but they looked like they had an extra step and were just putting pressure in the Blues' uh, end, and it paid off for them two minutes and 11 seconds in on this goal by Bovelier. Here's Hickey in across the line, loading up Bovillier, scores! Well, if you're going to orchestrate a comeback, it had to start with an early third-period goal. Anthony Bovillier scores his third of the road trip, and it's 4-2 St. Louis. Well, that'll energize the bench, absolutely no doubt about it. I mean, you're right. You get an early goal, you say, hey, you know what? This game is not over. They'll find their legs again, and Bovillier scores yet another goal. But Thomas Hickey starts to rush as he gets up the ice in a hurry and then lays a perfect pass to Bovillier for the one-timer. You can see Thomas Hickey drifts a little wide, lays that pass right in there from Bovillier. Hutton has it, hits his glass, but there's too much overspin on him. Look at that pass. That's as good as it gets. Well, you can walk right in just like it's teed up for you. That was a great pass from Hickey, and it was. It was like it was teed up for you, like you were out on the golf course and like, oh, there's my ball. It's, oh, it's all ready for me. And there was no mistake with that one. Uh, it did go off of Carter Hutton's glove, but it was a pretty hard shot. And, uh, you know, kudos to Bavillier. Very nice goal for the Islanders. He's a nice young player and he can only get better. That would be his eighth goal of the season. Hickey gets his 14th assist and Clutterbuck gets his 13th assist. And as I said, it was two minutes and 11 seconds into the third. And we've got ourselves a game now, four to two. Uh, it, this really lit them up. The bench was excited. You could, they were moving on the bench. You know, when it was four to one, they weren't moving a lot on the bench. They looked down, but this goal really brought them to life and it added a little something extra to the Islanders attack. And they would continue to put pressure on Carter Hutton throughout this third period. And man, I tell you, if it wasn't for Carter Hutton, as much as they were just laying bombs on him, they could have taken over this game, but Carter Hutton played a very good game, even though he ended, you know, he was allowing some goals when they needed him to make the big saves, when they were really putting pressure, he made those saves. Uh, but you can't make all of them, and the Islanders were able to make this a very close game. Uh, 18 and a half minutes in, they got a power play goal on a terrible penalty that was called on Jay Bowmeister. Just terrible. I didn't see it. I didn't see why it was called. But, hey, you got to play with them, and the Islanders go on the attack, and they get a goal to make it 4-3. to three. It's getting interesting. Corner dumping. First one on it, though, was Edmondson, who couldn't clear Ladd. Tried to power his way through. This one wrapped around. Tavares holds the zone. Tripped up. Came to Letty. Letty shoots. Scores! That's one. Islanders back within a goal. Still a minute and 29 to work with. A power play goal for Nick Letty. Good smart cross, cross cross dump by Josh Bailey on the power play, and the Islanders went after it in a hurry with Tavares and Lee able to corral the puck along the blue line. Tremendous effort by John Tavares on the sideboards to keep the puck alive, and eventually it's going to get back to Letty. You can see there's Tavares, extra effort, little chip pass from Andrew Ladd, and Letty with the screen in front by Anders Lee. 
He's able to finally get one past Hutton. There's the perfect screen as Hutton can't get out past the crease. You know, Tavares didn't score any goals, but his presence was known. He was working hard in the corners all game, sending some great crisp passes. He was behind the goal working hard. And and I know sometimes Islanders fans can get down on him. But in most games I've seen, uh, Tavares plays a hard game, even when he doesn't score. And he did get an assist on this one by working this one out of the boards and uh, getting the puck to Ladd and then eventually to Letty. And that would be his 11th goal, Ladd's 7th assist, Tavares' 33rd assist. And it was at 18-31 on a power play goal. And now it's 4-3. to The Islanders kept their uh, goalie pulled, but they weren't able to get anything past Carter Hutton and uh, the Blues get the win for the fourth win in a row against a team that played very hard. Islanders fans, your team is in good hands with Doug Waite, and I hope to see you guys in the playoffs. I think that if you play your game, you can uh, you can beat some people in these playoffs, especially with the, with the way that Doug Waite has you guys playing. So let's go ahead and go over the stats of the game. With the loss, the Islanders fall to 32-24-11. and 11. With the win, the Blues improved to 35-27-5. Shots on goal were even at 24. Uh, the Islanders had four power plays, and the Blues have got to knock that down going into the playoffs, giving teams less power play opportunities. Uh, they did kill three of four, but the Islanders were able to get that power play goal to make it four to three. The Blues had one power play opportunity and were able to uh, take advantage of it. Face-offs, the Blues just murdered the Islanders, 65% for the Blues, 35% for the Islanders. On the scoring side and goalie side, Nelson gets his 16th goal for the Islanders. Bavulier gets his 8th assist. Letty gets his power play goal at as number 11. Tavares gets an assist and worked hard the whole game. Grice has four goals allowed on 18 shots. Uh, Tarasenko. Uh, had two goals, his 31st and 32nd. Just awesome to see. I've been asking him, you know, to step up lately. And not that he doesn't play hard every game, but sometimes uh, with a guy like uh, Tarasenko, you go several games without seeing him score, and then they come in bunches. And I'm hoping they continue to come in bunches. Steen gets his goal of 13th and also adds an assist and had a good game. Berglund worked hard in the corners, but also got a goal, his 19th goal. Perron, of course, was just just all over the ice and he's an agitator and uh, he was agitating the Islanders uh, from period one to period three. He gets an assist and Carter Hutton gets a win by making 21 saves and guys, he was the key to the blues winning and keeping this game, uh, you know, four to three because Islanders put a lot of pressure on the blues goaltending in that third period. Let's now go to the post-game interviews where we'll hear from Tarasenko, Carter Hutton, and, of course, Coach Mike on this big win for the Blues, uh, their second in a row at home. Another important, another important game for us because, you know, especially after the last losing streak and, uh, you know, when you win uh, like hard games like today, you have more confidence, especially before this California trip, which will be uh, really important for us too. Did Ryan Reese play a good game tonight again? Yeah, always. <laughs> what? James Schwartz isn't scoring goals, but it looks like everything else in this game right now has been outstanding. Yeah, yeah I mean, he always play, play great, and, uh, you know, I know how it feels when you don't score for, like, a long, long time. But, he, you know, he tried to fight through. He don't show it to us, and, uh, you know, his, uh, his effort is unbelievable. You know, goals are coming, but he's playing really good. Why is it a good win to... Take Paul out of the lineup tonight. No Colton Pareko. 
plug other guys in and you're still able to get the job done? Uh, I think this whole successful team is supposed to be, you know, of course we miss this guy, they're all great players, but uh, team effort what we got here today and, uh, you know, su support for each other. That's, that's why we get this two points. Let's talk about the synergy between you and Steen and, and uh, Schwartz won in the last few games. Uh, we used to play before, you know, a lot of times in this last five years, so it's not a new line for us. And like I said, it probably sounds uh, simple, but we just try to fight for each other, you know, put each other in a good spot, and, uh, you know, that's why we win the games. How important is this road trip coming up, especially the first three in California? Yeah, even if you look on the point-wise, you know, it's so simple. We need these points, and uh, especially with these tougher points, like I said, it's going to build our confidence, and, uh, you know, we know how to play successful against these teams. They're great teams, and uh, it will be really interesting games. Played guys out of the lineup. Uh, good to see other guys step in and get the job done tonight. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, you know, it was our, but our big guns got it done. You know, our big players, Vladi stepped up, got two, and uh, Berge and Steiner. You know, it's a, it's a big, uh, huge win for us. Against yeah, a tough hockey team. Wouldn't want to see it come down to the end like that, but uh, wins a win nonetheless. And you got to look at. It. Of course, yeah. I lost one nothing last week, so four three a win is that's what we're here for. Points. The way Jane Schwartz is playing well, like he's not getting goals. It looks like everything else he's doing is just yeah. yeah. He's a machine with the puck. He's hard to get off it. He makes such so many smart plays. I think he makes everyone around him a better player and. Uh, He's a workhorse for us, you know what I mean? He's been invaluable, uh, you know, just making plays and, and setting the tone. And, and especially with a short lineup like that, you know, we need guys like that to, you know, be our uh, carry the load. And he's been he's been answering the bell, that's for sure. What are you thinking when you see Tarasenko just snap off that lethal wrister for the second one? Yeah, yeah, it was nice. I, I didn't get a great look at the second one. I kind of, after we scored, a little zone out, just kind of get back to my end. But I, the first one is such a good shot. He... Like, yeah, that low glove shot deceives a lot of guys because, like, a guy like that, you have to, like, almost be patient because you think he's going to go high, and he beats so many guys low. It's, it's such a great shot. And then, and then you think he's going to go low, and he goes high blocker. So he's, he's a dangerous player, and uh, you know, that's why he's, he's the best in the business. Only have to see that in practices and not in games anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he scored enough on me when I was playing against him. But, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a great player, great teammate, and a, a great individual. And tonight he was, uh, you know, he was huge for us like he, uh, like he needs to be if we want to, you know, have success. Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, I, it, you know, in my eyes, that was a character win. We said that before the game. It was going to be a character game. I was confident that, uh, that you know, with the character in our locker room, that, that guys would uh, would recognize that, that would, you know, and we would respond. Um, and, and obviously, there's still lots of challenges against uh, that team. They, they, that, that's a team that's been real hot lately. And you can see the skill that they have, and you can see, that when they get rolling, they get buzzing pretty good, and, and uh, they're tough to contain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, well, I, and again, I don't have I don't have all the numbers, but every one of our guys at, at key points tonight won huge faceoffs, and uh, and so yeah, that was there. It was not just a matter of the faceoff wins, but the 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 importance of a lot of those wins. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't help. I smiled because uh, they were buzzing like crazy when, uh, in the second period, when he scored his second goal, and uh, and they had momentum, and I and I couldn't help but smile on the bench because that, that's uh, that's what you need when at that time when the other team's having a pushback, and this is what this is what we've been talking about. The other team's got some life, they got some momentum. Um, you know, that's when you need your leaders to go out there to make a play, uh, to make a difference, and, and get things going back your way. 
said a lot of nice things about Jaden lately, and probably you run out of things to say. But he's been on the ice for eight straight goals, you know, tonight. I mean, it just seems like he's doing a lot. Oh, he's doing a ton. Yeah, it's it's a it's a. It's almost mind-boggling that he hasn't scored lately, but who cares? I mean, because he's doing so many great things to help us win. Um, you know, it, it, he, he, there's so many parts of his game that, 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 you know, if you go back and you watch the tape that show up, and uh, it's all the little things that, that winners do. And, and uh, it, what I really respect is, is obviously he's gone through a tough goal stretch, um, but there's no cheat to his game whatsoever. And because of that, he's, he's given us a great chance to win hockey games right now. I got word when I got to the rink, and it was full panic from there. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I mean, obviously, we got the one thing that we got here is we got we got good players that have been out of the lineup, and and that's why I mean we talked about this whether it's Barbie, whether it's Yak, uh, we got Zach, uh, Schmaltzy came in did a great job tonight. So we you know we've got a group here this time of year. We we need everybody, and and uh, and we proved that tonight. Third period, uh, some I know Steen said maybe sat back a little bit too much. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that there were some opportunities to to put pucks in the net that would have would have uh, made things a little less tense for us. We we had some real good opportunities, some scoring opportunities, um, but uh, you know, part of part of the the sitting back is our decisions with the puck at certain times. Um, some of the turnovers that we have that, uh, that allow them to attack with speed. When we're, when we're strong with the puck, when we put pucks in the right places and, and um, you know, we're in a position to get pucks back, and when we lost pucks like we did in the third period, we were chasing, and it felt like they were coming at us with a ton of speed, and, uh, and it's hard to slow them down that way. I think of the challenges is especially starting. Yeah, well, that's a great challenge for us. It's, you know, I, again, I, I think, you know, we'll we'll continue to do what we what we've been doing, and our focus will be on LA right now. Um, but it, this is uh, this is obviously a very uh, key point uh, of our season right now. There's such thing as putting too much emphasis on this game against LA. Um, well, I, I would say that they're putting an awful lot of importance and, and emphasis on it. So I think if we want to have a good chance to win, we better too. It's going to be. You know, as competitors, those are fun hockey games to play. That's what you want. You want to be involved in those. You want to, you want to go out there and and uh, and be a gamer and 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 rise to the level that your teammates need you to play at. Um, you know, and, uh, and and obviously, it's a lot of fun to come up, come out on top. And come out on top, they did. The Blues get their fourth win in a row, the third against a quality opponent, and the things are looking good right now in the playoff picture for the Blues. Very good, in fact. Uh, they now have 75 points, and it this would be a game that I think uh, tomorrow against the Kings, you're going to see the Kings come out and just give a huge effort because they have to. They cannot fall any further behind the Blues for that final wild card spot. They, they just can't. Uh, it would be too much pressure on them to, I mean, they got the capability to play well, but, I mean, things have changed now. The Blues have got 75 points. And they've each, uh, the Blues, Kings, and Edmonton have all played 67 games. Edmonton has 79 points and has got the seventh wild card spot. The Blues have 75 points and have got the eighth wild card spot. And the Kings have played 67 games and they're 72 points. That's right, folks. 
Calgary is now jumped from the seventh wild card spot due to Edmonton losing and due to Anaheim losing. They are now in second place in the Pacific Division. Second place in the Pacific Division. They have 80 points and they've played 68 games. Uh, the Ducks have the same amount of points, but the tiebreaker goes to Calgary in this one. Calgary has won nine games in a row, a lot of it due to their goaltending and Brian Elliott. Nice to see Brian doing well. So this playoff picture is really getting uh, to be uh, not muddled, but it's it's getting exciting. It's getting really exciting no matter who uh, you know is your team, uh, whether it's one of the fringe teams, whether it's one of the teams that's pretty set. You know, it's, it's a lot of fun to watch at this time of the year, and hopefully the Blues can continue to improve and continue to win. They've got the game on the road against the Kings, uh, 9 p.m. Central, and then they go to uh, Anaheim to play the Ducks, who they just beat 4-3 to on Wednesday the 15th, and then the very next night, back-to-back games, they travel uh, a little bit further north from Anaheim to go to San Jose on Thursday, March 16th. That game is at 9.30. They'll play Arizona in Arizona at 8 p.m. Central on Saturday the 18th. And then on Tuesday the 21st, they play Colorado. And then they're back home to play uh, Vancouver on the 23rd. So I've heard people say that Arizona and the Avalanche are just give me games and the Blues are going to win them. You cannot think that way. Every team in this NHL has the capability to beat you. Even the worst teams do. So let's hope the Blues take... uh, those last two games on the West Coast trip. Seriously, let's hope they have some success against the Kings, Anaheim, and then San Jose. Look forward to this road trip. Uh, we'll all wish them well. I want to thank everybody for joining me on this uh, another episode of the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to check out our website, www.droppodcast.com. We are eventually switching all of our downloads to where you will not be able to find our downloads unless they are on droppodcast.com. That's going to take a little bit to do. You'll still be able to find them under their own accounts on shoutengine.com and on the old iTunes account until we get everything fully switched over. So thanks again. I've been your host, Lance Descott. Until the next podcast, have a great day, a great rest of your weekend. Stay safe. And until next time, let's go Blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe or download this episode and past episode on iTunes, ShoutEngine.com, and Stitcher.com. You can follow us on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about LineUpMedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at LineUpMediaGroup.com or at TheOfficialDrop at gmail.com. Until next time, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.